Welcome to Momentum Church. All right, well, good morning, everybody. I know you want to do this. Uh, I knew you wanted to do that. A little blast from the past right there. We're starting a new series today called Home Improvements. And last Sunday, let me just kind of go back before we go forward. Last Sunday during worship, oh my gosh, we're worshiping along. And I don't know if this has ever happened to you, but Psalm 127. I don't know what that verse says. I just, that's what I hear in my spirit, Psalm 127. So I had to go get my Bible open and find out what does Psalm 127 say. And as I opened my scriptures that morning, it said, Unless the Lord builds the house, those who build it labor in vain. And then when I read that last week, I'm like, ooh, ooh, I'm starting a new series next Sunday, Home Improvements. That sounds like Jesus talking. And I kind of passed it off a little bit, just says, okay, that's a good scripture to start the series off and kind of root our series. But then as we were in worship last week, the Lord's like, no, 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 no. No, I'm building my house. I, this is my house. The, 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 the sanctuary, what God does here during a service, this is his house doing his thing with his people. Amen? And, and all I could think of last Sunday was how sweet the Spirit of God was in this place. I mean, if you were here last week, worship was beautiful. It was just so wonderful. But then what happened? Because of that verse, I shut my mouth up. You know why? Because it's not my house. It's his house. And so I came up, and I know it didn't feel, it felt disconnected and disjointed, and we were, you know, there's a sermon rolling and all that stuff, and then I'm like, we're just going to get quiet before Jesus. Remember that? And we did. you know why? Because it's not my house. It's his house. And so we got quiet before the Lord, and, and I just kind of want to encourage you guys, is it all right for pastor to be proud of his congregation? I'm not sure if that's okay. Is that all right? I don't know if that's okay or not, you know? Waiting for lightning. I think I'm Okay. I was just so proud of how y'all went after worship last Sunday, you know? And then, and then all this week, I've been like, Lord, this is your house. I don't want to just come in for a song service. Lord, I want to come in and encounter your presence. I want to come into this place and sense the tangible anointing and touch from you, Jesus. And man, today we're in worship, and you just sense the Holy Spirit all over this place. Amen? Amen. And so I just want you to understand that, that, yes, this series we're going into is very practical. It's very much about relationships. It's very much about our homes and God improving our lives and, and allowing us to allow him, rather, to do his work in us. But, man, I just want him to have his, I just want to say it, I guess, publicly. Holy Spirit, you have permission in this house. It's your house. And so, Jesus, we thank you because unless he builds this house, we labor in vain. Amen? Amen. That has nothing to do with my sermon at all. So I want you to open up your Bibles, if you would, to that passage of Scripture, Psalm 127, verse 1. And we're going to get in there. One of the things that God is doing in our lives is he's building each of us as disciples. Amen? As Christ followers, those that walk after the, the footsteps of Jesus. And in doing that, we want to partner with you as a church and give you a great resource, a great tool for you to be able to be improved, if you will, in your walk with the Lord so that you can begin to, to move forward with discipleship. So on Monday the 21st, if you're interested in this, you can go look at mymomentumchurch.tv, mymomentumchurch.tv, and you can look at the information regarding this. We are starting Discipleship Online. So it's a discipleship class that is an online experience. It is 10 weeks long, and it's cyclical. So once the 10 weeks is over, it'll start back at week one, and it'll just continue until Jesus shows up or until Pastor Brantley says, no, we're not doing this anymore. 
One of the two. I, I think Jesus showing up is more important. But, but if you say we're not doing it, then that, that's important too. But basically, it's neat because there's going to be five teachers, two weeks each for each teacher, and it's going to be on Zoom, so there'll be dialogue and conversation and fill-ins and all that good stuff. So I just want to encourage you, if you, on Monday nights, if you would check out um, um, Discipleship Online class, it's on the 21st and it's starting, all right? So, all right, let's get into this teaching today. Um, When it comes to building anything that is tangible, you have to be purposeful, right? Let me say it one more time. When you build tangible things, it takes purpose, We just came through a couple-month remodeling project here at the church, which was awesome. And my wife and I, after years of disrepair on our home, man, we thank God for refinancing. Hallelujah. Amen. In the season of having some equity in that house, we were able to get a bunch of work done and remodeled our house. And um, literally one week shy of three months, I've had people in my house every single week. And it's been wonderful. But the tangible changes in this church... As far as the physical changes you see in the kids' ministry in the different areas, the tangible changes that you see at my house in regards to the remodeling, none of that would have happened without purposefulness. Everybody say purposefulness. Purposefulness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So to build something tangible, something physical, you have to be very purposeful. Gary, you're a contractor. You know this. And so when it comes to preparing to remodel or to build anew, you know, you're going to have meetings to discuss what you want to build. It's not an accident. Well, just throw some wood up there. Y'all would have fired me if we'd just taken your money and just thrown some wood up there. You know, no, we were purposeful. We had meetings to talk about budget, to talk about um, 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 needs and what would further the ministry with this, this property if, if, if we'd made these changes and so on. Then after you do all those things, you have to plan and schedule the various trades. You've got to purchase building materials and you've got to plan delivery, don't you? Nothing happened. It, it blows my mind doing this home remodel and having a contractor and watching how that worked. Man, y'all... No wonder you're losing your hair. No, no. It's crazy. Not to mention all the hands that it takes to get the actual work done from the various builders and workers to the contractors and the subcontractors. All I'm saying is whenever something physical is built, it is built on purpose. They ain't one time somebody looked at building a house and went, oops, I just built a house. Right? It doesn't happen by accident. It happens, everybody say, by purpose. Yeah, yeah. Proverbs 24, verse 3 through 4 says, By wisdom a house is built, and by understanding it is established. By knowledge the rooms are filled with all precious and pleasant riches. I want you to catch something here. By wisdom, by understanding, by knowledge. Say that with me. Say wisdom. Wisdom. Say knowledge. Knowledge. Say understanding. Understanding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you look at those things... Those are thinking terms, wisdom, knowledge, understanding. To me, purposefulness starts right here, all right? It starts with our mind making decisions. It starts with our mind going, you know what? We need something better. We need something remodeled. We need some home improvements. We, it starts with wisdom and understanding and knowledge, and, and, and then it goes from there. I want as a daddy, I want to be a better daddy. But you know what? That's going to start with wisdom and understanding and knowledge. It's going to start with me not burying my head in the sand, but it's going to start with me realizing I got some work to do if I'm going to improve as a daddy. Now, I'm a pretty darn good daddy. Do you know why? I've had like 24 years to get good at it. Like, and I've got three adult children that I practiced on. 
And they will tell you, daddy's a better daddy now than he was when I was a little kid. I, these two new little ones we have, because we got littles and bigs. We got olders and youngers, you know. Youngers, that is not even a word. And so when it comes to it, you know, my older ones, I'm sorry. You're right. I was a better, I'm a better daddy now. You know why? Improvement. I've learned, I've grown, I've, I've grown in wisdom and understanding. I've grown in, in knowledge, and I'm a better dad. It's so funny because I'll often mess up Auburn's name. She was the one sitting here earlier. And I'll mess her name up, and I'll call her Arden. Arden is my five-year-old. And she'll go, Dad, I was here first. How do you mess up my name? I can see you messing up Arden, but I was here first. But no, our kids are great, you know, and, um, and I've learned a lot, but I want to be a better dad. Even now, I want to be a better dad to my littles, you know. I want to be a better husband. I do. I want to be a better husband. I want to be a better, better son. How many, how many of your parental relationship? You're the son and you have a mother or a father. And just be honest, even as adults, we can grow in that relationship, you know, my mama shouldn't have to call me two, three weeks down the road. Honey, she's from Kentucky. Honey, are you all right? I hadn't heard from my, from my, boy, my boy in a while. Yeah, mama, I just don't like you. No, I didn't say it. No, I love my mom. I just, you just get busy with life. I want to be a better son, you know? I do, I do. I want to be a better brother. I mean, whatever it is in your life, but it takes right thinking. First, watch this. By wisdom, a house is built. Built is action. Wisdom is the thinking part, all right, the purposeful part. And so we need action, but we start with thinking. So you'll never experience home improvements if you don't change the way you think or life improvements if you don't change the way you think. Your right thinking will lead to right actions. And my prayer today as we start this series is that I'll just be able to impart to you a little bit that will challenge you to have some right thinking about purposefulness because I think it's really a key, all right? And so in Haggai, verse 1, 7 through 8, and we're going to jump back into the scripture next week too, because you know how I like, I like to jump into one and kind of keep pulling it out throughout the series. And so we'll jump back into this. But Haggai 1, 7 through 8 says, Thus says the Lord of hosts, consider your ways. Do you catch that? Consider your ways. Be purposeful about what you're doing. All right? I always tell you all the time, you know, you, you can be tore up from the floor up, but if you're purposeful, you can recognize that. And begin to make changes. How many at times you're messed up from the chest up? Anybody, right? I mean, like, right, you know, just be purposeful. Consider your ways. Now watch. Consider your ways. Go up to the hills and bring wood and build the house. Get your thinking straight, then get your actions straight. Actions always going to follow thinking. If you think selfish, you'll never build a single thing that will outlast you. Selfish folk don't build things that outlast them. Amen? Selfish folk don't go to the grave and people stand over their casket and speak of their legacy because they lived their blessing and they died in their blessing and their blessing stays with them and goes to the grave, period. That'll preach. So we consider our ways, then we begin to build. We consider our ways, then we begin to act. We consider our ways, then we begin to do what God would have us to do. And so this is saying, consider your ways, go up to the hills, bring wood, build the house, that I may take pleasure in it, and that I may glorify, be glorified, says the Lord of hosts. And so I want to challenge you to do here is consider your ways. I want to challenge you to think about what you are doing. That's purposefulness. But watch this. Think about what you're not doing. Okay? 
What are things that you're not being purposeful in? I think purposefulness builds tangible things. But there's some things you're building if you're not being purposeful also. So don't just think about what you're doing. Think about what you're not doing. Think about what you're saying, but also think about what you're not saying. I knew a guy one time years ago. I was in a counseling session with this cat. And he says to me, he's like, you know what? When it comes to my wife, I just say it as I say. I just speak in my, I'm just being clear, you know. I'm just keeping it real is what he said. And I was like, I get that, but the problem with it is you're keeping it real rude. And if you keep it up, you're going to keep it real single. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? You're going to keep it real uh, divorce. You're going to keep it real alone, right? And so he punched me. (laughs) I'm kidding. But yeah, no, no, no. We got to be mindful and consider our ways and then begin to build. Consider our ways and become purposeful. Consider our ways. So watch this. To build something tangible, something physical, like a building, you have to be purposeful. Amy, she went away for a few days this weekend. She and her girlfriend, Bettina, they took the kids to the beach, and she left me at home because I needed to preach to you all this truth. And she wanted a cabinet built. (laughs) Truth. (laughs) And so I had promised her I'll have this cabinet done by the time she gets home. And guess what? That cabinet wasn't going to build itself while I was watching Netflix, honey. It wasn't. It wasn't. And then, man, it turned out so good. I butcher block top. And I'm cheap. I wasn't going to go get no custom butcher. I, I, I bought something from Lowe's. I'm sorry. Can I get Sue for saying that? It's quality. But it's not stained. It's just bare butcher block. And, and I, you know what? You can learn anything on YouTube. So I got real purposeful. And guess what you can do? You can take vinegar and steel stain and create a slurry over 48 hours that will actually stain wood non-toxically. I did that, and it stained it gray. I didn't want that. So I threw coffee grounds in it. Didn't know if that would work. Guess what? It did. It did. It turned so nice. It was so good. But here's the thing. I was being very purposeful about my weekend because I want to have this finished When she gets back, I've stayed back to do this, right? So it's intangible things, like tangible things are built by being purposeful, like that cabinet, but intangible things are built through lack of being purposeful. Don't don't miss that. That cabinet was built because I was purposeful. But if I wouldn't have been purposeful, something intangible would have been built because of the lack of my purpose. Does that make sense? Well, no, pastor, I don't still get it. All right, I'll, I'll, I'll break it down. If I would have lost purposefulness this weekend and, 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 and would not have finished that cabinet for my girl, when she gave me all this time, I'm sorry, binge-watching Cobra Kai. <laughs> Binge-watching would not have been a good answer. It would not have satisfied her heart. It would not have, that lack of purposefulness would have spoken something to her. It would have spoken lack of priority. Hey, you went away, I was supposed to get this done, but I cared more about myself than doing what I told you I was going to do. It would speak lack of priority. It would speak <coughs> thoughts that I would rather be alone than with her and the kids. Because I stayed for a reason. I stayed for a purpose. But if I didn't have purpose... And she just came back, and I enjoyed my, week, my weekend in the woods. What, you didn't want to be with us? You didn't want to be with the kids? You just wanted to, you see what I'm saying? So my lack of purposeful, now guess what? My cabinet was done last night at 1030 at night, and I'm jumping on my motorcycle, and I'm putting my hammock in there, and I'm going to the woods tonight. <laughs> I'm going. 
I don't know why I felt like I had to tell you that. I guess I'm saying because I need backup. Because I, if I come back late tomorrow night, I need you all to be like, Amy, he built you a freaking cabinet. Back off our, <laughs> back off our pastor. No. But it would have spoken things like that. So intangible things are built through lack of being purposeful. You, you know that because there are some things that you're not going to see if you're not living on purpose. In a relationship, especially family relationship, family, familial, familiarity breeds contempt, right? Those family relationships, we're so, we lack purpose so often in those things. Now, this sermon will work with any relationship you have, but so often it's our spousal relationship or our parental relationship. It's those, our sibling relationships that we just, we're just not purposeful enough in. But if we are, if we're living on purpose, guess what? Happiness gets created, right? You get to experience some peace. When I'm living on purpose in my relationships, there's honor that takes place. There's joy that is experienced when I'm living on purpose. How many here, you've had relationships? Not you. You didn't do any of this. But them, they, the other person that you're connected to, you know, it's like, they don't live on purpose at all. And yeah, you're right. I don't feel happy. I don't feel joy. I don't feel a sense of contentment or peace in my relationship. You know, if, you, if you're living on purpose in a relationship, guess what it builds? Mutual submission and mutual respect, mutual esteem. But when you don't, something gets built. Without being purposeful in relationships, it's easy for us to build. You ready for this? Because you're going to build something. But we start to build neglect. We start to build resentment. We start to build bitterness. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the natural purposefulness builds something tangible. But in the intangible, lack of purpose builds stuff all day long. And how? Well, I'll tell you how it builds. It builds just like you build a house. It builds it one nail at a time. This lack of purposefulness builds things in our relationships one nail at a time. Now, some of us in this house, if we're honest with ourselves, we have built houses that neglect built. Neglect has built it. We've built relationships where there's a lot of apathy. We've built relationships where there's a lot of distance. We built those relationships, that, that house that neglect built. We built it with things like this. I don't know when the last time we had a date night. When was the last time we've been together? Just a date night, just you and me. And so that neglect, next thing you know, it may not be that you're even trying to not have a date. You're just, you're just going through life, not being purposeful. And the lack of purpose, next thing you know, it starts to build a house of neglect. Amen. You know, it may be, I should ask how your day went, but I don't want to open up that can of worms. Because every time we talk about it, it's so negative. Every time we talk, when you don't live life on purpose, guess what? You do get negative. It's just part of not living on purpose. It's part of not living on point. And so next thing you know, you start to build a, a neglect with each other. A seemingly disinterest in each other's day, in each other's lives, in each other's existence, you know? The house of neglect built. I know family dinner should be important, but so is this sales quota. Doesn't my family understand 
Daddy has a quota to fill. Y'all don't have no problem spending Papa's money. Right? And so over time, next thing you know, neglect. Family starts to feel neglect. A spouse starts to feel neglect. Why? Because you physically went out of your way to purposefully build this house of neglect? No, no. It's an intangible. And the lack of purposefulness on its own built the house of neglect. Amen? Well, what about some of us in the room here that maybe we're building a house of resentment? What does that sound like? Building houses of resentment, you know? Not being purposeful with our words. And the words come out like this. You are just like your mother. Your mother crazy. Your grandmother crazy. Your whole family's crazy. You're just like your mother. Can I tell you not to say that? <laughs> All right? <laughs> just like your dad. Just like your dad. <clears throat> and so next thing you know is those kinds of words start to happen you're not being purposeful with your words you're being careless with your words something starts to become built and it becomes a house of resentment you know every one of us struggle with things right but resentment can start to, to manifest because you'll never change and it's thrown up in your face, and it's thrown up in your face. And I, I've said this often, if you've ever been in counseling with me, people change an atmosphere of acceptance over an atmosphere of confrontation. That, 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 that you'll never change. It just, I don't know about y'all, it makes me want to bow up. And you're right, I'm not going to change now either. And the next thing you know, resentment just gets deeper and deeper. This is really something I think I'm seeing now, especially with COVID. I don't have the bandwidth to deal with this. And so a, a, not aggressiveness, but just a passivity. Like I, I'm just, I'm in inaction. I just don't have the bandwidth to deal with this. And what's sad about that, sometimes it's the bandwidth to do positive things. Maybe you just feel like you don't have the bandwidth to be with the kids or the bandwidth to, to, to go on a date. I just want to be alone. I just want to, I don't have the bandwidth. And then sometimes it's the negative stuff. I don't want to open up this, like I said, psh, going again. And so you'll find yourself just pulling away from those relationships because you just don't feel like you have bandwidth. The next thing you know, resentment starts to build. So we go from neglect to a house of resentment. Can I ask you this? When it comes to neglect and when it comes to resentment, are you building a house of neglect? Are you building a house of resentment by not being purposeful in your thinking and actions? If so, can I challenge you as Scripture has challenged us today from Haggai, can I challenge you to consider your ways. Get some wisdom. Get some knowledge. Get some understanding. Consider your ways and then be purposeful. Begin to build. Amen? Don't, don't, don't allow purposelessness to build something that you have no intention on building. And I think, I think that's what happens. You know, you'll see relationships get to a point where it's just like, I didn't even know. I didn't know we were here. I didn't know this is where we were at. Why? Next thing you know, a house of resentment has been built. Next thing you know, a house of, 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 of neglect has been built. You just didn't even realize you were building something. Why? Because maybe you weren't even being overtly, actively trying to build something negative. You just weren't being purposeful. And over time, it began to build. Let me give you one final one. The house that bitterness built. 
And a lot of times bitterness is built with these. You never. You never do this. You never do that. You never say this. You never this. You never want to go. You never, 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 never. And the, and the sister to you never is you always. <laughs> and can I tell you something, guys? Can I just say it real clear? Never say never. Or unless you're preaching and you're telling your church to never say never, then say never. Never say never, right? Like, don't always say, oh, like, don't, you know what I'm trying to say. Like, those, those matter of facts, so blanketed, just never and always, it starts to build resentment. And here's something that the Lord showed me with this. When you're using never and always, it's a sign that bitterness has started to take root. Do you know how I know that? Because never and always means that you're keeping a list. Let that sit on you for a second. You've went beyond neglect. You went beyond resentment. Now you're building a house of bitterness. And that idea of never and always, and they always, and they never, and you're keeping a list. It's a good sign. And the scriptures teach us, and I love this, in the Message Bible, in 1 Corinthians 13, it says love doesn't keep scores of sins of others. It doesn't keep a score. And so let me ask you, are you building a house of bitterness by not being purposeful in your thinking and actions? And I would just say, as scripture has taught us today, consider your ways. Consider your ways. See, in our closest relationships, if we don't want to build something negative, we have to be purposeful. We have to. We can't allow passivity to rule our relationships anymore. We can't be okay with what we're not doing. We've got to actively be doing something so that we can build. Because if we don't, negative things will be built on their own. Physically, I'm going to repeat it. Pastor, like a parrot today. I know. I want you to get it in your head. Physically, Tangible things are built when you're purposeful. Relationally, intangible things are built when you're not purposeful. We cannot afford to go through our relationships and not be purposeful. That's the whole gist of this whole series. This home improvement series is to become very purposeful in the various things that we need in our families and our homes to be very purposeful. First Thessalonians, when it comes to relationships, 5.11 says it this way. Encourage one another and build one another up. Encouragement's a decision. That, that's something that's happening in your mind. It's that understanding, that wisdom, that knowledge. It's that, that decision that I am going to do something in the life of this other person. I am, I'm going to set my selfishness aside. I'm going to set my desires aside. And I'm going to encourage another person. And I love this. What are you building? Like when it comes to life, what are you building that will last for all eternity? Can I tell you, you are building something that will last throughout all eternity? You're building one another. It's the only thing that goes to heaven with us is our relationships, right? And so you encourage each other by building each other up. You are building something. Your purposefulness, purposefulness is so important. And I like it. If you think about it, consider your ways and then build. If you think about it, purposefulness, that's all it is. It is thinking and it is acting. That's all purposefulness is. I'm, I'm going to think and I'm going to make a decision to act. Well, you know what? What happens when you think and you run up with the thought that, you know what? I don't want to show her kindness. She's been rude to me today. Well, you know what? Jesus died on a cross. 
for people that still to this day cursed his name. We've lost our right to be offended. And so you know what? I'm going to think in this moment, and I'm going to act. You know what? I'm going to think in this moment and say, you know what? I'm supposed to love my wife the way Christ loves the church. Jesus died for the church. So I'm going to think, you know what? She got me upset today. That woman better come back from the beach and just love my cabinet. I mean, I'm serious. But you know what? She might come back and just not even notice it. And I'll smack her. No, I wouldn't. She might not even notice it. And then in that moment, I got to think, am I going to encourage her? And I'm going to act. I'm going to build her up. It's, it's a conscious thing. It's purposefulness. Amen? Because if I'm not purposeful, guess what? It will build something of its own accord all by itself. So close your eyes just for a moment. With purposefulness being in the nutshell, thinking and acting, what are some things that you need to change your thinking on? What are some things you need to do a little different in action? What are those things? What are things that as Haggai, as God would speak to you from that prophet Haggai, he would say to you, consider your ways, then go build. Don't consider your ways and then point your finger if she would be more like this. Don't consider your ways and say, well, if, I, if, 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 I, if she would do this, I would do that. Or if he would do this, I would do that. No, no, no. Consider your ways and then what are you going to do? How are you going to build? How are you going to be purposeful in that moment? And it's not just about us. We already saw that wisdom, understanding, and knowledge will fill a house full of goodness Riches, the Bible says, and pleasures. God wants to bless you. He wants you to have home improvements because he wants you blessed. I believe that with all my heart. But guess what else happens when you're having those home improvements? Go up to the hills, bring wood, build the house that God may take pleasure in it and that he may be glorified. God enters into that place that you are building out of purposefulness and he is pleased by it. He shows up, and he is glorified. And I believe when he shows up, every time God shows up, God shows out. You want God to show out in your family? You get purposeful in your relationships. Purposeful in what you say. Purposeful in what you don't say. Purposeful in what you do. Purposeful in what you're not doing. Get very purposeful. And as you do that, it'll be a servant-heartedness toward your family member, but it will foster the anointing and blessing of God in your home as well. Amen? So think about, is there something right now that God's showing you that you need to consider your ways? Lord, speak to us. Speak to us. I'm going to get quiet just for a few minutes here. Let him speak to your heart. Is there something that you need to consider your ways and then begin to build, begin to act? Father, at the start of this series, we commit our hearts to you, and we ask, Lord, that you would help us to be improved for your glory, God. We, as our our, our home, who we are, our dwelling, we are the temple of the Holy Spirit. You abide with us. Lord, God, allow us to be those who take that very seriously as we consider our ways, our actions, and as we do those things that we need to do, Lord God, to encourage others 
and to build others in Jesus' name. Amen. Give God some praise. Thanks for joining us for this week's message. For more information, please check out www.momentumchurch.tv.